Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Also, if you want to check me out on YouTube, go ahead and do so. Just search DeHuff Uncensored on YouTube and then click on that subscribe button. A lot to get to today. We got some just the headlines to get into that are freaking insane. Mark Zuckerberg and Meta, also known as Facebook, are finally getting kicked in the nuts. And everybody, everybody, myself included, are very excited. Jeff Bezos pulls the ultimate I'm a rich asshole move, and I can't believe it. It's I can, but I can't. But let's start things off talking about Joe Rogan. It's been a it's been in the headlines constantly. And, and there's a lot of uproar over uh, uh, Joe Rogan and his podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience. I listen to that podcast a lot. I really appreciate it. It's, it's influenced me on this podcast and how I present what I do because I like it, uh, like how he does things so well. But Neil Young and Joni Mitchell, they pulled their music from Spotify, and some others are, are threatening to do so as well. And it's because they're alleging that Joe Rogan is falsely uh, putting out their uh, false and inaccurate claims about COVID-19 and vaccines. And here's the problem. I, I What I'm seeing out of this is based on the information that I've read and what I've heard on the podcast, because I listen to entire episodes, not just snippets, is that people are only listening to snippets or they're just experiencing the headlines. And they're just, it's this outrage over over something that they don't really know what they're outraged about uh, or are not fully educated on the conversation. And that's the thing with Joe Rogan. You listen to Joe Rogan, you're going to hear him have a conversation with people. He'll sit down with them and talk and just shoot the shit and conversations get brought up. And before we get too too much into this, if you're taking your medical advice from a podcast or any sort of host, that's your problem right there. Not any people... You should be smart enough not to take advice medically from anybody other than your physician. That's what you should do. We've talked about it before on this podcast when I did the COVID-19 episode. I think it was episode 32, something like that. And, and, and at the end of the day, that's what I was saying is like, I get that you're scared about this or you're, you're nervous about that, whether it's vaccines, whether it's, it, it's masks, all that shit. I get it. I do. I truly understand it. Uh, but ultimately, go talk to your fucking doctor because they are doctors and went to medical school. And a lot of times what you hear on Joe Rogan's podcast is he will talk to doctors. He will discuss things with them. But at the end of the day, he's not forcing you to go, this is fact. This is the what you need to be doing, all that shit. No, guys, you, you need to stop pointing the finger at other people and say they're fucking me up or they're fucking up other people. Start pulling the thumb, okay? Okay? I have responsibility for my own thoughts and my own actions. Stop trying to blame every, everybody else for, for shit. And Neil Young and Joni Mitchell, yeah, that's fine. You guys, you guys disagree with Joe Rogan that much and, and dislike what he's doing. But here's the thing. Are you fully listening to what Joe is talking about and his guests are talking about. 
And here's the thing. A lot, a lot of what they're saying is, is like Joe will have a, a guy on and they're talking about this allegedly is happening with COVID-19 or the vaccines. But then Joe isn't getting enough of the other side of the conversation which he does get the other side of the conversation, but he's going to do more of it. Now, it's one thing for me to say it, but I I got a a clip here of Joe talking about, you know, Spotify's being kind of in the middle of this, in a sense, uh, and and Neil Young and Joni Mitchell and others wanting to pull their music. Let's get into the conversation. Here's Joe Rogan via his Instagram account. I wanted to make this video, first of all, because I think there's a lot of people that have a distorted perception of what I do, maybe based on sound bites or based on headlines of articles that are disparaging. Um, the podcast has been accused of spreading dangerous misinformation, specifically about two episodes, a little bit about some other ones, but specifically about two, one with uh, Dr. Peter McCullough and one with Dr. Robert Malone. Dr. Peter McCullough is a cardiologist, and he is the most published physician in his field in history. Dr. Robert Malone owns nine patents on the creation of mRNA vaccine technology and is at least partially responsible for the creation of the technology that led to mRNA vaccines. Both these people are very highly credentialed, very intelligent, very accomplished people, and they have an opinion that's different from the mainstream narrative. I wanted to hear what their opinion is. I had them on, and because of that, those episodes in particular, uh, those episodes were labeled as being dangerous. They had dangerous misinformation in them. The problem I have with the term misinformation, especially today, is that many of the things that we thought of as misinformation just a short while ago are now accepted as fact. Like, for instance, eight months ago, if you said, If you get vaccinated, you can still catch COVID and you can still spread COVID. You would be removed from social media. They would would ban you from certain platforms. Now, that's accepted as fact. If you said, I don't think cloth masks work, you would be banned from social media. Now, that's openly and repeatedly stated on CNN. If you said, I think it's possible that COVID-19 came from a lab, you'd be banned from many social media platforms. Now that's on the cover of Newsweek. All of those theories that at one point in time were banned were openly discussed by those two men that I had on my podcast that have been accused of dangerous misinformation. I do not know if they're right. I don't know because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a person who sits down and talks to people and has conversations with them. Do I get things wrong? Absolutely. I get things wrong, but I try to correct them. Whenever I get something wrong, I try to correct it because I'm interested in telling the truth. I'm interested in finding out what the truth is. And I'm interested in having interesting conversations with people that have differing opinions. Um, I'm not interested in only talking to people that uh, have one perspective. That's one of the reasons why I had Sanjay Gupta on, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who I respect very much. And I really enjoyed our conversation together. He has a different opinion than those men do. I had Dr. Dr. Michael Osterholm on at the very beginning of the pandemic. Um, he is on President Biden's COVID-19 advisory board. I had uh, Dr. Peter Hotez on, who is uh, a vaccine expert. I'm interested in finding out what is correct and find, I'm also finding out how people come to these conclusions and what the facts are. 
Now, because of this controversy, and I'm sure there's a lot of other things going on behind the scenes with these controversies, but uh, Neil Young has removed his music from the the platform of Spotify and uh, Joni Mitchell and uh, apparently some other people want to as well. Um, I'm very sorry that they feel that way. I, I, I most certainly don't want that. Uh, I'm a Neil Young fan. I've always been a Neil Young fan. I'll tell you a story at the end of this about that. One of the things that Spotify wants to do that I agree with is that at the beginning of these controversial podcasts, like specifically ones about COVID, is to put a disclaimer and say that you should speak with your physician and that these people and the opinions that they express are contrary to the opinions of uh, the consensus of experts, which I think is very important. Sure, have that on there. I'm very happy with that. Um, Also, I think uh, if there's anything that I've done that I could do better is uh, have more experts with differing opinions right after I have the controversial ones. Uh, I would most certainly be open to doing that. And uh, I would like to talk to some people that have uh, differing opinions on those podcasts in the future. We'll see. Um, You know, I do all the scheduling myself and uh, I don't always get it right. This, these podcasts are very strange because they're just conversations. And oftentimes I have no idea what I'm going to talk about until I sit down and talk to people. And that's why some of my ideas are not that prepared or fleshed out because I'm literally having them in real time. Um, But I do my best and they're just conversations. And I think that's also the appeal of the show. It's one of the things that makes it interesting. So my pledge to you is that I will do my best to try to balance out these more controversial viewpoints with other people's perspectives so we can maybe find a better point of view. I don't want to just show the the contrary opinion to what the narrative is. I want to show all kinds of opinions so that we can all figure out what's going on and and not just about COVID, about everything, about health, about fitness, wellness, the state of the world itself. Um, It's a strange responsibility to have this many viewers and listeners. It's very strange and it's nothing that I prepare for. And it's nothing that I ever anticipated. I am going to do my best in the future to uh, balance things out. I'm going to do my best. But my point of doing this is always just to create interesting conversations and ones that I hope people enjoy. So if I pissed you off, I'm sorry. And uh, if you enjoy the podcast, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you to Spotify. Thank you, all the supporters. And, and even thank you to the haters because – it's good to have some haters. It makes you reassess what you're doing. All right, there you go. That was Joe Rogan on his Instagram account. Uh, again, talk to your doctor. Quit blaming other people for this shit. And he's having conversations, conversations, and they're not always going to match up to to what your beliefs are. And that's okay. It's okay. You'll get through this, little fella. It's okay. We're we're a society that likes to blame other people for our own problems. We're constantly pointing the finger, but we neglect to pull the thumb and take accountability. That's what we need to start doing. More pulling the thumb. Stop pointing the finger at other other people. Maybe you don't like the way Joe Rogan does his, his podcast, but guess what? Don't listen. Okay? I get it. I get it. There's some people that have are are, are more susceptible. What? 
You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I can't speak right now. But there's more people that are, are easier are easier influenced. <laughs> I just found a different way to say it. And than others. And they they believe everything they hear or they here's the thing. As somebody that worked in in terrestrial radio for 18 plus years, I know how many times that people don't actually listen to what you say. And it, it's jaw-dropping. And it happens all the time. So-and-so said this. Like, you go back and listen to the, did he, did DMAC really say this? Go back and listen to be like, oh my God, no, he didn't. He didn't say that. But people hear what they want to hear. Listen, Joe Rogan, you heard what he said. He's going to try to correct his mistake. And he believes that that what he needs to do is have a more balanced conversation. And there's nothing wrong with that. I believe Joe Rogan and Spotify are handling this properly. I mean, if they, if, if they came out and just gave the middle finger and said, there's nothing wrong with what we're doing, then, then that would be an issue, but they're not, they're coming out there going, okay, I see your point. They're having a conversation. Guess what? Joe Rogan's having a conversation with people like Neil Young, and Joni Mitchell, Right, that's what he's doing. He's he's not saying that he's the way he does things is ultimately correct, and that's good for somebody that is as successful as Joe Rogan is. The fact that he's listening to this and going, "Yeah, I could do this differently. That's fine, no big deal." Put a disclaimer in front of our podcast. That's okay. No sweat off my sack. You want us to have a little bit more of a balanced conversation? Sure, because like he said, like every time he goes and sits down, he's having a conversation, things that are interesting. And if you listen to a complete episode, you will hear that. But if you listen to just the headlines, you're not going to hear that. You're going to hear what whoever clipped it wants you to hear. So listen to the whole thing. Don't be so quick to point the finger. And ultimately, take some accountability. When you listen to people, it doesn't mean you always have to take their word as the truth. Joe Rogan, I support you. I believe what you're doing is, is fine. And I and yeah, that's fine. Sometimes you can have conversations with people and it can be it can be lopsided. That's fine. That happens. That's very easy to for those type of things to happen in this realm this podcast and media realm that's fine and now he's going to start going okay you know what i maybe we maybe we were just leaning on that uh because it's easy at times to do that and i'm not saying that he's lazy or anything like that i'm just saying sometimes that that's the that's the way that things trend so yeah now he's gonna he's gonna change things up he'll be like okay Let's do it. Change things up. Good. So, good for Joe Rogan. And again, talk to your fucking doctor. <laughs> God. Joe Rogan said I should take this horse, whatever. What did, I don't remember what that intervenes in there. Well, I don't know what it is. Basically, he said, stick it up my ass and I'll cure myself of COVID. So anyway, I'm here in the emergency room. <laughs> With a shampoo bottle up my ass. What? No, it was like the horse dewormer. 
No, I didn't have that, but I had a bottle of mane and tail, so I decided to just shove it up my ass. <laughs> anyway, Doc, it hurts. It hurts. And I blame Joe Rogan for this. God damn it. Mark Zuckerberg and Meta, Meta, excuse me, are getting kicked in the nuts, and everybody seems to be so excited about it. Their stocks are plummeting. As I record this, they're expected to drop right around $200 billion. And how that, I believe the stock is dropping by like 24%, something like that, something insane like that. And for the first time, Facebook has lost daily users. The first time in its 18-year history, falling by right around a half a million users in the last three months of 2021. And a lot of people are coming out, well, this is the beginning of the end for Facebook. Mm, mm, mm. I know Facebook is competing a lot with, like, say, TikTok. TikTok is, boy, man, once you download TikTok and put it on your phone, you're going to realize what kind of fucking suck hole that is. And I, I get it. It's and, and Facebook is trying to compete with that. Like, TikTok is fucking weird. Weird shit. I, I can't compete with a lot of the TikTok shit on there. So I, I still do my thing when I post stuff on TikTok. But some of that shit, you guys are fucking weird on TikTok. But entertaining. So Facebook is, is competing with, with platforms like TikTok. But I think ultimately Facebook is going to exist for a long time. And this is just a bump in the road. And media is just going to jump on top of it and make things a little bit worse when it comes to their stock. But ultimately, it's just a bump in the road. And Zuckerberg and Meta are, are looking to, to launch their metaverse. And if you don't know what that is, it's kind of an artificial reality, a virtual reality type of thing where essentially kind of like their own matrix where you, you could live virtually in this world, this universe that Zuckerberg created, the Zuckerverse. They should just fucking call it the Zuckerverse because that would be awesome. I wouldn't want to live there. No. God, are you kidding? That guy, have you seen pictures of Mark Zuckerberg? The dude is weird, okay? I'm sure he's, uh, I was going to say nice, but he just fucking creeps me out. He looks like if you shook his hand, you'd be clammy. In a, in a limp fish. Have you ever have you ever shook somebody's hand and you're like, oh my god, it's like a dead fish. I just shook hands with a dead fish. Oh my god, this is disgusting. That's what I get when I look at him. Or he looks like a really remember data. Is it data or data from uh, Star Trek? He was kind of like pale looking, and kind of greenish hue on on his skin. That's Mark Zuckerberg. Anyway, he wants to create this metaverse where people could be essentially fully living in this universe in a virtual reality. I don't know how they would they would deal with the, you know, eating and going to the the bathroom type of thing, but I'm sure the, they'll work it out. Just stick this tube this tube up your ass and then this thing down your pee hole. Is it, it's not expanding foam, is it? Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. And then you, then you could live there completely. Think about that for a moment and completely dive into that idea of living in, in a situation like that. It's like 
how could you? My wife just came home with Panda Express, and it's really fucking distracting. And I guarantee you, she didn't get me shit. Oh, good. Divorce papers are going to be thrown into the pa- into the fire. I I'm not saying I'm going to divorce you. I said I was going to if you didn't get me Panda Express. I was going to think about it heavily. <laughs> she just looks at me like you fucking dick. But could you imagine living in a in a matrix? And that's what Zuckerberg ultimately wants from you. And he's open about it. But do you want somebody like that with his thumb essentially over top of you? I don't. I don't. It's scary to think about that, it's, that you could be completely consumed and engulfed in this false reality that a computer simulation or some, somebody could be at the helm, you know, helping con- control your life and direct you in one direction or another. That's, that's wild to think about. And I know a lot of people would like that. Think about it. From, and while I feel that this is a dangerous possibility for society, I know there's a lot of people that would benefit from it. Think about it f- from this perspective. If you're paraplegic, you can't go out and run can't do anything, you're, you're bedridden. Well, now you can go and run and play frolic <laughs> through the meadow via the Zucker Zuckerverse, right? I mean, that's a positive of it, but I think there's more negative to it than, than, than the other way around. So, because you think if, like, if you're fully consumed in the Zuckerverse, and you're you're just in that thing nonstop. How does that affect you? One physically. Look at these people that are gamers, and they spend hours upon hours just sitting in a fucking chair playing video games, ten plus hours a day. Some kids like they're not sleeping for like a day or two playing whatever online games. Imagine if you could be living in a world where you could virtually just be doing anything and living and doing whatever you wanted, sailing to another country. And it seems like it's fucking real. Picking up, you know, prostitutes in uh, Taiwan. (laughs) I mean, there you go. But you know, some people would just jump at this. And it's troubling. I get the appeal of it. Because we don't like to deal with our own reality. We don't like to hear the look at ourselves in the mirror and and accept the truth of what's going on around us at times. This would be the ultimate escape. You're like, fuck, I'm going to go dive into the Zuckerverse because, ugh, my life sucks. Girls don't talk to me. But I'm going into the Zuckerverse where I have a nine-inch penis. Holy shit, that thing's huge. This also would affect, depending on how big it gets, if you think about the fact that there are billions of uh, users of Facebook, while there's, there, there's people bailing out of Facebook at record levels right now, that you got to think that there, there's, there'd be a good chunk of people that just jumped into this Zuckerverse. And the, we have those addiction tendencies with things, especially when it comes to 
these type of social media type of things and the algorithms, you know you get into the Zuckerverse and it's going to be the the world around you is going to be reacting to keep you more interactive with it. It's going to, it wants you to stay put. It's not going to be, okay, your time's up. You got to go. You're done. You've been on here for an hour. No, it wants you to be there all night. It wants you to be consumed with it. What eventually would happen if you look at this long term is this would eventually, and I don't know how much, but you know it will affect population, which in a it sounds weird because a lot of people that are like, like me, I have a hard time playing games other than like Mario Kart. Like I'm an old school Nintendo type of guy. But these people that are fully consumed with like Call of Duty and all these other fucking games, like I said before, they'll play them for hours upon hours. And just like they can't wait to go home from work to go dive into this other world. And this is that's just through a TV. Imagine if it, if you're fully engulfed in this world and you're able to do whatever you want. You're telling me that you're not that that you're not going to completely live in that. And you're not going to go out and about in real in real life. You're going to be stuck in there in the Zucker world. Zuckerverse, okay? And eventually that will affect population, which, by the way, pop, the population of the world right now, do you know what it is? It's 7.9 billion people on this planet. That's a lot. It's a lot. And if you think one to two billion of those people are in the Zucker world or Zuckerverse, eventually that number is going to start going down, which might not be a bad thing. Oh! <gasps> Mark Zuckerberg is our savior. That fucking robot is saving the world. I guarantee it. I don't know. I don't like the Zuckerverse. It scares me. I understand. But have you seen Black Mirror where the dude and his buddy play? They're doing a virtual reality game like this. It's like a Mortal Kombat. And they uh, next thing you know, that they're, they're fighting. And then one dude is is like a Ryu type of guy from Street Fighter. The other person is like just this female fighter. They start hitting each other. And next thing you know, they start banging, right? Uh, that means having sex, okay? That's right. They are having sex when a man and a woman love each other or just, hey, if any two people love each other, they bang. Well, thanks, Connery, for explaining that. Nobody, I don't think anybody was confused on what bang meant, but there you go. But yeah, so it's just crazy. And they and and what's what's interesting about that episode is they get fully consumed by it. They can't wait, especially his one friend that's being the 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 lady because he's feeling what it feels like to be to have sex from a female perspective, and he can't wait. Even though and it's his buddy and it's they're both like experiencing the best sex they've ever had, but it's virtual reality, and it screws up their life. It's a very interesting episode. I think it's like something Viper. Uh, but it's an interesting episode. And it does kind of give you a glimpse into what the, the metaverse or the Zuckerverse would be like. You just be completely in it. And you're feeling everything. And that's the thing. If they can tap into your, your senses 
and you can feel things, you can taste things, you can smell things, that's, that's where the, it, it's, it's jaw-dropping, it's exciting, but it's also scary as shit. Just wait till somebody hacks you. Somebody hacks your, your world. Oh, that's scary. Fuck. Jeff Bezos is a rich asshole, and I'll tell you why next. But first, everybody knows Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. They're, they're amazing. And everybody knows Total Beverage has an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. But did you know they deliver? They do. Did you know they have curbside pickup available? They do. And did you know they do online wine educa education classes? I can't speak. Oh, well, anyway, they do. Stop on by 104th and Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself or you can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need, and more. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. <laughs> Want to book a party during football season? There are 18,000 reasons to pick the Blake Street Tavern. That's how many square feet we have on the corner of Park and Blake. 18,000 square feet, three bars, and a beer garden with a 6 by 10 foot TV. In our food and underground social games room were voted the best in town by Westward Magazine. If only the men of Orange's quarterbacks checked that many boxes. It's the Play Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. All right, Jeff Bezos is a rich motherfucker. We all know this. The guy that founded Amazon. Rich dude. So, he's building a super yacht. And the Konings, the Konings Haven Bridge, also nicknamed De Hef, D-E space H-E-F, almost spells my last name. And it is a national monument. So he's getting this super yacht built. And there's this bridge in between where the yacht is and where the yacht needs to go. To make it to the to the sea, to the ocean. Oh shit. So what are they gonna do? They're gonna dismantle that bridge. This historic bridge, this national monument, they are going to tear it down so he can sail his superboat. No, 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 not a boat. It's a yacht. Sorry, I like calling it a, a boat, but it is a yacht, yes. They're gonna tear it down, sail the the, the yacht through there. And then, you know, it'll be, once it's out, they'll rebuild it. Only a rich asshole could do something like that. So this luxury sailing yacht is 417 feet long. I wonder what he's compensating for. <laughs> Allegedly. Okay. That's a huge fucking boat. They have to do something. Why they couldn't have built it somewhere else, I don't know. But that's the only way to get it out, is they have to tear down this bridge and then rebuild it. Now, the, the one thing, the good thing about, here, here's the thing. A lot of people, it's, it's a mixed bag of, re, uh, of emotions on this. I have so many emotions right now. So they, it's one, creating jobs to build this giant freaking boat. It's not a boat, it's a yacht. No, 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 not a boat. It's a yacht. Um. <laughs> I, you can't go wrong with that. It's creating jobs to build this thing. And then obviously it's creating jobs to dismantle the bridge and then put it back together. So I guess that's good. But it, it, it's wild because in a sense it's a good thing because they're going to 
put it back together better than it was before. I mean, it's a perfect opportunity. They're saying it's going to, they're supposed to dismantle this sometime in this summer in 2022. And they're thinking it'll take about two weeks to dismantle, get the boat through, and then restore it. So I, I know a lot of people are going to go, it's kind of a dick move, Jeff Bezos. But if, if he's fronting the bill and they put it back together better than it was, okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. Not that bad, I guess. Fucking rich assholes. If, if anybody else said that, they'd be like, no, fuck off. Go eat shit. I'm not going to dismantle a bridge because you built a, a boat somewhere. No, 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 not a boat. It's a yacht. Sorry, my bad. Yacht. My bad. I, I keep saying boat, but it's a yacht. All right, let's get into just the headlines. Pew, pew, pew. Just the headlines. Wow, that open is fire. All right, 243 pounds of contraband baloney seized at the Texas-Mexico border. <laughs> you smuggling baloney, sir? That's right, I am smuggling baloney. Just ask your mother. You son of a bitch. That's right. It sounds like a plot for that porn that Connery DeHuff wrote a few years back. 243 pounds of baloney seized at the... That's the dumbest fucking thing to get arrested for. I understand why they do that, because you can bring in diseases with, with food like that into other countries, and I get that. I get that. But how stupid do you feel if, if you get arrested for smuggling in baloney? You're going to be the baloney smuggler. Good luck in jail. <laughs> hey, new guy, what you in for? I was smuggling baloney. All right, you're bunking with me. <laughs> oh, no. I'm the baloney smuggler. A family was creeped out after a sinister clown painting appeared in their garden. Like on this, like, this big block, somebody snuck in their backyard and painted this creepy-ass fucking clown. Okay? Basically, if that happens to me, guess what I'm doing? We're moving! Because I don't know what that means. It means that there's an evil clown on the loose who likes to do portraits, and then next thing you know, he's standing over your bed. Okay? Don't need that. I don't. I don't. We all agree that clowns are horrible things, other than rodeo clowns. Somebody did bring that up to me. They're like, what about rodeo clowns? Okay, they serve a purpose, and they're good, and they're funny. But other clowns, no, not so much. Not so much. A suspect in Las Vegas crashed because he was going the wrong way. He blames it on Dale Earnhardt Sr.'s ghost. Yeah, that's a thing. Go ahead and anything you do wrong, just blame a ghost. Okay, there you go. Yeah, just don't blame a ghost. Come on. It is a creative way to do it. Like, I didn't want to do it, but uh, fucking Dale Earnhardt Sr. is like, go down the wrong way. If you ain't first, you're last. Okay. A Thai man completely amputates his own penis with scissors because he was uh, high on weed. Okay. I don't know what kind of weed he's smoking, but as somebody that has smoked weed before and been around plenty of people that smoke weed before, I'm guessing he wasn't smoking weed alone. No, I've never 
heard of anybody wanting to cut anything off because they're high. That's ridiculous. And then in the, I briefly went through the article. There's two things that st- stood out. One, they decided because the guys, he, he, it was so dirty and mangled, they weren't able to put it back. So now he has a two centimeter stump. Ugh, gross. Can't believe they said that in there. And they're like, just another another side effect of smoking marijuana. Like, no, that's not a side effect of smoking marijuana. Nobody's like, I am so high on weed, I'm going to cut my dick off. No, nobody does that. Shut up. God. Nobody does that when they're high on weed. Okay. The only thing you do when you're high is sit down, relax, talk, or don't talk, and then eat food. That's it. That's all you do. You got the people that just can't stop talking, and you got the people that are just that are like too high to talk. Right? I've been both of those people. <laughs> so anyway. All right, let's put a bow on this one. I, I signed with Joe Rogan on this. Based on everything that I've listened to, I feel like that he's just having conversation. He's not sitting there trying to jam one view or another down your throat. And stop pointing the finger at everybody and just take responsibility and actually listen to what he's saying and then make your own decisions based on that. And besides, if you're if you want more information in regards to COVID and vaccines, talk to your doctor. Talk to your doctor. Jesus, don't try to blame everybody else. Fuck. If you're going into the Zuckerverse, use caution because Zucks could be the guy influencing where you're, how your day's going. And he's probably watching whatever you're doing. Let's be honest. He's a voyeur. Okay. He likes to watch. That's just creepy. Creepy. Jeff Bezos, you piece of shit. You rich little dick. You and your boat tearing down a historical monument. You are a dick. No, no, no. Not a boat. It's a yacht. Sorry. A yacht. My bad. My bad. Hey, guys, don't forget, next week I'm going to be in L.A. covering Super Bowl 56 as the Bengals take on the Rams. I'm going for the Rams in this one, but honestly, I'm, I'll be fine with whoever wins because I'm excited for the Cincinnati fan base and the organization to finally get things going. And if they win a championship, I'm cool with that. If if the Rams win, I'm cool with the fact that Matthew Stafford has dealt with so much shit being a former Detroit Lion and the fact that he goes to a new team and then he leads them to the Super Bowl. And if they win, that's great. Plus, you got Von Miller leaving the Denver Broncos and he's forever going to be a Denver Bronco. But you do want to see somebody like that you've watched play since their beginning in the pros and, and to see them leave. And then you like to see them find success again. So I'm excited for Von Miller as well. So I'm, I'd be happy with either team winning. Uh, I guess, I guess I would lean towards the Rams on that one. But anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Next time I talk to you, I will be in Los Angeles broadcasting from radio row should be a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you share it with your friends. Special thanks to Blake Street Tavern. Go check them out at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. Also, Total Beverage. Go to TotalBev.com 
and uh, check them out. It's stuff on Censored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.